Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back. I wanted to get the audio queued up here. Uh, Folks, uh, when college football coaches get their names mentioned for various jobs, they do the dance. They say whatever they feel like they need to say. James Franklin has not ever come out and just said, no, I'm not taking that job. This is what Jimbo Fisher from Texas A&M, this is how you answer the question. This is what Jimbo Fisher said earlier today. He's been rumored for LSU. Here's how you answer the question. I'm staying here. And I've told everybody I plan on being the coach at AM. All right. Everybody thinks all coaches lie. I know. I know y'all don't believe us, all right? That's why we don't trust y'all, okay? <laughs> so we're even, okay? Whatever we say, nothing's off the record, okay? To you. It's off the record. No, it ain't off the record. You didn't say that, all right? But I'm joking. But it, we're going to recruit maybe as good a class. Here's the best, because I said the other thing. I plan on being, I love the AD, I love the president, I love the chancellor, I love living here, I love being in my ranch, I love the family loves it here, I love I love Kyle Field, I love the people, which who, I love all that stuff, and that's obviously not good enough, and I get it. I'm not, and I'm not mad at you, I'm sorry, seriously. I, I, I read the reports of people come to me, I say, I don't want to hear, I'm not interested. There you go. That's all you got to do. All right, Kevin McGuire from Nittany Lines Wire joins us right now. We're going to talk about James Franklin, what James Franklin should do, could do, can do, won't be able to do, because there's a lot of things in play with James Franklin right now. Kevin, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you today? Oh, uh, Doing fantastic. All right, so I was of the belief a couple weeks ago, Kevin, that James Franklin was going to USC. I was of the belief that he wants the USC job. I still do believe he wants the USC job, not that we can know 100%. And that's why James Franklin would play this game. Why would he come back, come out and say, I'm going to stay at Penn State. I love Penn State. I'm not going anywhere. Why would he say that if maybe he actually does want to leave? But, Kevin, I'm curious because I don't believe James Franklin can go anywhere right now. I don't believe that USC or LSU would want him right now. Do you think that they do? Well, I think his his star has probably been diminished a little bit as far as uh, what those programs are looking for uh, in their next head coach. I still think he would – I think he would be uh, ticking off a lot of items on the the checklist for the the coaching candidate for those programs, but uh, losing four of the last five is certainly tough to to answer to, and I think that that's certainly drawing a little bit of a concern probably as far as his job profile is concerned for some other jobs, but I don't know if it necessarily eliminates him, but I just think it makes him a little less attractive, but at the end of the day, I don't know if I would say anything's impossible at this point. I agree with that. But if he goes seven and five, and USC's administration has to go and say we we're going to try to give this guy seven, eight, nine million dollars, 
why wouldn't those people say he's seven and five? He went four, yeah. four and five last year. He lost to Illinois. Well, why are we giving this guy eight million dollars? Well, it would be it would be a tough sell, especially for a program that has struck out a couple times now, or felt like they've struck out a couple times now on their head coach since Pete Carroll at USC. So I, I think it would be a little bit of a tougher sell for sure, given where the season looks like it is heading right now on the trajectory where they were last year and. You know, I understand if you want to use COVID season for an excuse, I'm with you to an extent. But, you know, we saw a lot of other teams have some more success last season as well. So uh, it's a little bit of a concern, I think, for me. Uh, And I think if you're trying to sell your coaching hire, you want him to be a guy that is going to wow everybody and open their eyes immediately. And right now, I don't know if James Franklin is going to be the candidate that would do that. And I guess it would depend on who else is actually in the running for those jobs, but you know, a program like USC and a program like LSU, they're going to have some deep pockets, and they're going to want to make sure they get a return on their investment. And right now, I think if you're a booster or somebody that's invested in those programs, given what we've seen in more recent seasons now with James Franklin, there is a little bit more of a concern than there may have been four or five years ago. Now, there is this is a fluid situation, just so everybody is aware. Kevin McGuire from Nittany Lions Wire joining us. Uh, Penn State beats Rutgers, which they should. If they lose to Rutgers, we're going to have a different conversation next week because they lose to Rutgers, yeah. uh, crap's going to hit the fan, and uh, nobody's going to want James Franklin at Penn State. If they beat Rutgers, if they go to Michigan State and win, that's still a good win. That's 8-4. and four. That means you get a good bowl game against a pretty quality SEC team, maybe an Ole Miss or something like that in the Outback Bowl. You beat them, that's another good. So what happens is – the, the Michigan State game becomes a, a very important game because it can get you to another important game. You beat Michigan State, that's a really nice win. If it gets you a good game against an SEC team and a good bowl game, that's your chance at another really good win. As opposed to you lose to Michigan State, now you're 7-5. and five. Then do you even give a damn about going to the Music City Bowl? And if you, lose, and if you don't care about that and you're 7-6, and six, you, you can see the, the dilemma there. But the reasons why USC or LSU would still, could still want James Franklin, Kevin, he can recruit. Absolutely. He, he can build a program. And so that, to me, that's why I call it a fluid situation. If they can win out, if they could win out, well, hang on, let me, let me backtrack. There wouldn't be a bowl game for James Franklin. I mean, if, if whoever, whoever USC or LSU is going to hire, they're going to hire somebody before the bowl game. So... Uh, the Michigan State game then conceivably would be the last opportunity for James Franklin to have. But those schools, those schools are still going to be interested in a coach who can build from a recruiting standpoint, and he has proven he can do that at Vanderbilt and Penn State. There's no question in my mind. Just look at the recruiting rankings right now. I know maybe they're not the number one class, but it's going to be one of the best classes that we've seen at Penn State in quite some time. Uh, and I think going away, I think with the where the recruiting rankings are, assuming that that class holds. And again, if James Franklin's going to be sticking around long enough through the early signing period, uh, that would certainly bode well, I think, for Penn State. And I don't, I'm not suggesting that that class is in jeopardy of completely falling apart if James Franklin does leave before them. But uh, we all know how this works. So I, I just feel as though he has established himself really well as a recruiter. There's no question he can go into a living room. He can win over the parents. Uh, he, he says the right things. He, he has the personality that can really mesh well with the recruits that are coming out from the high school ranks. So, and and that, that is being evident through the, uh, the recruiting rankings that we're seeing. 
Uh, there's a, maybe a little bit of a question with some of the, the player development once you get them on the campus in some certain positions, uh, most notably maybe offensive line. But uh, I think overall, there's no question. He is known as a recruiter, always has been known as a recruiter. And at a program like USC or LSU, there's no question in my mind that he would recruit very well, very quickly. All right, Kevin McGuire from Nittany Lions Wire joining us. There's, there's really three conversations to have here. That's the first conversation. Would USC or LSU be interested still in James Franklin? The second conversation, and, and I think whether he would be interested in them is, to, is part of that, because I do think that he absolutely would. The second conversation, to me, is very, very simple, because there is this notion out there that Penn State should move on from James Franklin. Even if, even if USC and LSU aren't interested in him, that for some reason Penn State should just fire James Franklin and move on. I think that's absurd. It's never happening. They would owe him more than $20 million. It's ridiculous to think that way. But, Kevin, you're, you're, you're in tune with college football. You're in tune with the Penn State fan base. Tell me that I'm wrong, that there's not a feeling out there that a lot of fans would, would actually like for Penn State to just move on from the guy. Oh, you're 100% not wrong on this at all. I hear this and see this every day, every week. It's obviously magnified a little bit more when they lose, but – I've been here for years, even when they were having the successful seasons that they were having. There were some people that said, well, yeah, they got this far, but you know, they can't get this far without with James Franklin as a head coach. And I, I think that is a little bit uh, too critical in some regards. And obviously this season, the way that this past month has gone, has just uh, given a little bit more volume to those criticisms that are the same things we've been hearing year in and year out, week in and week out. Uh, and then I, I don't think it's um, – you know, it's certainly not going to be going away anytime soon, and that's why this conversation keeps coming up. But I w- I'm with you. There is no way that Penn State is going to be the one that cuts the cord on James Franklin. If James Franklin is not the head coach of Penn State, it's going to be his decision. Yeah. That's where I stand on this. And I- I'm not 100% sold that he will be gone, but at the same time, given the temperature out there and given some of the opportunities that could potentially be out there, it wouldn't shock me. So uh, I'm still kind of trying to figure out exactly where I stand on this. I think he'll be the head coach, but I can't say that with any sort of guarantee. If. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If somebody else wants him, and that is, obviously USC would be number one, we think. Uh, and then LSU, that that's, I, I just don't think LSU would be a good move for him. Now he's got to deal with Alabama and the SEC West. Florida, Florida is now a very interesting situation. Dan Mullen keeps getting himself in hot water. Dan Mullen's contract is through 2027, though. Uh, and James Franklin's contract is through 2025. So that that's why it, it's hard to see Penn State moving on from him unless it's something Franklin wants to do. I, I wrote uh, last night that I think James is going to be Penn State's coach for at least another four years. Now, because once LSU and USC, if they're out of the mix, and if they are, again, we don't know for sure, but if they're out of the mix, I just don't know how many other jobs in the country he would leave for. You see what I'm getting at? I mean, mm-hmm. Penn State is still a really good job for him. But then Florida is fascinating because I think he has a house in Florida. Um, I don't think Florida's going to move on from Dan Mullen right now. But after maybe another two years, so when, when I say I think Franklin's going to be the coach at Penn State for another four years, if he does great, well, then maybe it's longer. If he continues to hit bumps in the road, I could see Florida, if Florida opens up in a couple years. That, that would, Again, we're only talking a handful of jobs around the country. Alabama, Clemson, LSU, USC, maybe Florida. Beyond that, I don't know that James would leave Penn State really for anybody else. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that Penn State is going to be labeled as the ultimate destination college football, but it is no question a destination job. So there are not going to be too many jobs that you will leave Penn State for. Real quick, let me uh, just put those out. Mullen makes seven point five million at Florida. James makes six at Penn State. So Florida is Florida is a, a, a great destination. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead, Kim. No, I, and I would agree. And this whole Florida thing has just kind of popped up in recent weeks in my mind. And, in my radar, and I'm, I wasn't even considering Florida as a potential option, uh, given where we've been talking about for the past month. And now Florida's struggling, and you know the whole Dan Mullen situation. We'll see what happens there. I'm with you. I don't think they're going to cut ties with Dan Mullen just yet. But you know, if they lose to Florida State, who knows? I mean, that's the way things go in the SEC. So it would not shock me. But the whole Florida conversation would be very interesting, and I think that would be a very intriguing option. Probably the more intriguing option, uh, certainly compared to LSU. Uh, I'm kind of with you on that one too. So. I don't know where we are heading right here. I just know I've been following coaching changes for how many years now, and something's always going to surprise you. So there's a job out there that we haven't even talked about yet that is, could potentially be maybe a, another p- good fit for James Franklin, uh, but nobody's talking about it yet you know, because we don't know what it's going to be. But uh, I think that I'm with you again. I think that James Franklin is going to be the head coach at Penn State at least next year, and then we'll have to go through this whole cycle all over once again. Uh, because there's going to be other jobs that open up that I'm sure James Franklin's going to have his name attached to because, as you were kind of alluding to earlier, he doesn't shut down the rumor mill. Kevin McGuire from Nittany Lines Wire. Let's close with this. Um, James has had a lot of success, and he got Penn State back on the national radar quicker than expected. But 10-9 and nine the past two years, they're really worse off right now than they were a few years ago when he made the elite comment after 2018 against Ohio State, the program has really kind of gone backwards since then. Um, how, did, how did we get to this point? We can say the offensive line is awful. We can say, well, I mean, whatever. In your mind, what are the things, Kevin, that have really just derailed the Penn State football program from where we thought it was after the 2019 season in the Cotton Bowl? 
I don't know if we just uh, heightened our expectations a little bit more collectively. I'm not saying you or I individually, but I think collectively, for those of us who have been watching this program, maybe kind of expected more out of them in going into that 2020 season than maybe they were ready for. And I, I will say, last season got off to such a weird foot. Obviously, um, you know, losing Journey Brown <laughs> before you even get a chance to play a game with what he had, that was very unfortunate. And then, of course, Noah Kane goes down right away, and all of a sudden – you're, you're playing catch-up against Indiana on the road, and that was just a, a weird situation. And then you got Ohio State the next week. You know, that season was lost very quickly, I think. It certainly got off the rails. So, again, I'm not trying to make too many excuses because everybody had to deal with weird situations in 2020. Uh, but as I said earlier, some schools seem to get through it a little bit better than others. And I don't know, maybe Penn State was just going through a little bit of a, a different kind of situation entirely. We, we all know that th- there were some issues going on with practices and everything. But, you know, that was one season. And now we're here in the middle of this, this season uh, where things looked like they were heading in a really good direction. And then they just hit a speed bump and it spirals out of control. And uh, I don't know what the what the reason for that is. I really don't because I really feel like this is a talented team. They're just not ready to make some of those big plays in the clutch against re- teams that can play some good defense. And for whatever reason that is, you know, I, I can't really figure that out right now. That's the thing. I mean, it's if Clifford doesn't get hurt against Iowa, they beat Iowa, they beat Illinois, you'd lose to Ohio State. But, you know, things things could have gone a lot differently. Uh, Kevin, I do want to ask you one more thing, and that is the Sean Clifford component. He turns 24, I think, next June or July. So it, 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 he can come back. He gets another year of eligibility. He could come back for another year, which would be his 14th season in college, I believe. Uh, but he would be—he'd be 24 years old. Okay, he's not an NFL prospect. He's never been an NFL prospect. Even when he got off to a good start this year, he still didn't crack NFL radar. His brother plays at Penn State now. He's a receiver, Liam. Um, what does Sean Clifford do? Does he come back and play college ball at 24? Uh, he's been asked a couple times. He said he hasn't thought about it yet. He doesn't have to answer the question yet. But the the question is going to have to be answered here in, in, in a few weeks. Because if yeah. Clifford is back, he can do some things. You've, you've got a veteran quarterback. But if Clifford comes back, you can't go get anybody from the transfer portal. Because you're not going to get a top-flight guy from the portal if you're bringing back a fourth-year starter. Okay? And right. you're not going, you know, Drew Aller... I, I just don't believe that true freshman quarterbacks are ready to play in major college football. I don't believe it. People pe- keep saying, Geiger, what about Aller? Look, give him some time. But what, what, do you, what do you think would be best for Clifford and for Penn State next year? I guess there's an argument to suggest that there is some benefit. If he has his eyes set on going to the NFL, it could benefit him having another season um, maybe under Mike Yurcich to see what happens because Mike Yurcich has developed a couple quarterbacks who have gone on in the NFL. So that would be an intriguing uh, component to this, but he's not going to have Jatah Donson to be thrown to. And that would certainly uh, be a, a negative, although he's going to have maybe a couple of good wide receivers that he can work with. So I, I think there's um, some ups and downs to coming back. And I think ultimately he's probably going to reach a point where he's been through so much this season, last season. Does he want to come back for one more year? I can't imagine he would. Uh, I'm not in his head or anything, but you know, I think if I'm putting myself in those shoes, I'm kind of thinking, you know what, I've done enough. Uh, I've, I've had my experiences. Time to move on yeah. and see what happens after that. That's where I'm thinking this is all going to come down to. I'm thinking as well, I mean, there is a possibility he could transfer. Say there's somebody out there that 
feels like they're a quarterback away from getting to a college football playoff. Could Clifford be that guy? I don't know. But then there also is this last possibility, and that's the name image likeness. Sean Clifford could come back to college and still make money. I mean, is it feasible to think that all things being equal, if he's at Penn State next year, could he pull in thirty, fifty thousand dollars? Okay, if not, if not more, depending on how a lot of things go. And could he could he make thirty or fifty thousand dollars in the NFL? He'd have to get on a practice squad and stick. That's no guarantee. I mean, right. I, I just wonder if that if that NIL stuff will will enter his decision at all. And it could very well. I mean, this is a new dynamic that we have never really had to even think about before. So uh, that's another thing where you could come back and. You know, even if you're playing or not playing, you got the NIL to NIL to fall back on, and I think a player like Sean Clifford could benefit from that. And again, he's probably not going to have a, a lavish NFL career waiting for him whenever he's done playing college football. But you know, another year in the college lifestyle, making some money on the side with the NIL deals, that's not a bad thing to have to to, to look forward to. I think if you're any player, uh, especially a guy like Sean Clifford. Yeah, good stuff. Kevin McGuire from uh, Nittany Lions Wire. Appreciate the time, buddy. Good discussion, man. All right. Thanks a lot for having me on. All right.